Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. On the line is Radio.com Sports MLB Insider John Heyman. Insider calls are brought to you by Pennzoil, motor oils made from natural gas. The proof is in the Pennzoil. John, thank you so much for the time. I really appreciate it. Uh, it has been a very scary start to the Major League Baseball season. It feels so fragile right now. We were so happy to get it back, and then the thing happened with the Marlins and the Phillies, and it, it's just it's been a very unfortunate start to the season. So, uh, you know, How do you feel about the overall stability of the sport right now, considering everything that's happened? Well, I'm loving the games, enjoying the games, but I'm concerned. Uh, I'm nervous like uh, just about anybody else. Um, you know, obviously, we've had two outbreaks at this point, the counting of the Cardinals along with the Marlins, and I just don't think we can have too many more. Whether you can have one or two more, I'm not sure. The, the owners seem committed to making this work. I think the players are enthusiastic about making this work by and large. Uh, but, uh, you know, obviously we've had uh, several breaks in the action. We had six teams not playing um, this weekend and uh, really only two that were involved with the outbreak. So uh, there are ripple effects, and uh, it's been a trying uh, couple of weeks so far in Major League Baseball. So a, a Phillies coach and a, and a home clubhouse attendant at first – tested positive last week, which led to the postponement of that weekend Blue Jays series at Citizens Bank Park. But those specific tests ended up being false positives. Um, How much are false positives, or or even a worst case, John, a potential false negative, how much of that falls on Major League Baseball and its testing procedure, or is that just simply the challenges that this very scary, unfortunate virus brings on a daily basis? Yeah, I'm not a doctor. I can only tell you what I read on the Internet. Uh, There are false positives and, unfortunately, occasionally uh, false negatives. Um, You know, I think uh, Juan Soto from the Nats thinks he had a false positive because he quickly and many times tested negative after that, and he was held out of action, missed games. Um, You know, uh, the Philly situation was, well, they they also played the Marlins, so I, I don't think it was so bad that they sat out uh, a few games. I think it was good that Major League Baseball was cautious with them. Um, but you're right, they did have the, the, the positives. We think they might be false now, and that might have uh, contributed to them sitting out an entire week. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously the situation isn't perfect. Um, you know, the, the science is um, good. It's great that we're following science, but, uh, 
you know, the virus uh, has a mind of its own, and we still really haven't figured out 100%. Uh, you know, Major League Baseball does have doctors working for it, advising it, and uh, they're following that. But, uh, you know, we, as we've seen, uh, even the government's doctors uh, haven't been 100% uh, right. Um, you know, it's it's very difficult situation. And uh, I do think Major League Baseball is trying to, to get it right. But obviously, uh, there have been adjustments on the fly here. Uh, the comprehensive, the the 113-page manual, I think, was very comprehensive. I think they did a good job with it, but uh, they're making adjustments. At first, you were strongly discouraged from leaving the hotel. Now, you're not leaving the hotel. First, there was no compliance officer for each team. Now, there is a compliance officer. Um, you know, obviously, the Marlins were allowed to play after they had four four positives, and some people criticized the players because they wanted to play, but... Um, that should have been taken. That decision should have been taken away from them by a, a higher authority. So uh, we're adjusting. It's not perfect. I think they expected it to not be perfect. They definitely expected there to be some positives, but to have two outbreaks, uh, it's been it's been a rough start. So you you were talking about the hotel situation, and you see what's happening in the NBA. They're playing in Orlando, and knock on wood, they haven't had many or any really COVID-19 related issues the past couple of weeks. Same deal with, with hockey. They've been pretty clean. Baseball has had a lot of issues, John, as, as you know. So last week we heard Commissioner Manfred talk to Tom Verducci on, on your network, MLB Network, and um, he said that he basically explained that having a bubble wasn't feasible. What's your opinion on the bubble matter? Should baseball have gone into a bubble or campus-like environment as other sports have? Yeah, I do think it would have been very, very difficult for baseball to do a bubble. And I know that when it came up at the time, the players didn't want to do it. They didn't want to be away from their families. Uh, They were not enthused about it. And that was the issue, number one. The other thing is baseball is uh, very different uh, than the other sports. Uh, It takes a stadium to play in baseball. um, So you need more area and you need need actual stadiums, uh, you know, uh, the Phoenix is, which is where they were going to plan this uh, bubble. Um, I saw it was 118 degrees there fairly recently, and it's 108 degrees there at night. Uh, so I think it would have been very uncomfortable to play in Phoenix. There's only one indoor stadium, that being Chase Field, where the Diamondbacks play. And uh, they certainly would have used that a lot, but uh, it would have been hard to keep social distancing if you used it too much and you had games almost overlapping there. Um I just think in the baseball, you have a bigger traveling party, uh, you have a long, bigger, more team, you have a, a longer season. The season hadn't even begun yet. Uh, the timing of it was bad for baseball. Uh, the NBA and the NHL players had already been paid. We were already three quarters of the way through the season, and um, you know they they take uh, a basketball court. Uh, you know there aren't fans, so you don't need a. Uh, you don't even really need a, a, a arenas, many of them, you know, uh, and the games are shorter and the traveling parties are smaller. I think it just would have been very, very hard for baseball to do that. And at that time, nobody was really saying, let's do this bubble. I mean, I didn't see anybody, the fans, the media. Um, it, it's really hard to criticize it now. But uh, I think even the Arizona plan was just to do it for a month in May and then move on because I think the people who, who saw that as a decent plan, understood that 108 degrees is going to be very difficult to play baseball outside. I know they have some people play occasionally, but to play a season there, I I don't know how players would have been able to endure that either. 
How much is Major League Baseball, John, considering, and we've heard, we heard a little bit of rumblings over the weekend, how much is Major League Baseball considering cracking down harder on players and coaches if they don't follow the protocol to a T? I mean, you know, sometimes there's high fives. Sometimes, you know, they're, they're close to each other when they don't necessarily have to be close to each other out there. And I, and I understand that, that, it, that it's difficult. But how much is Major League Baseball looking to ramp up in terms of the actual, the way the game are played ramp up the um, the the strict nature of the protocol. Well, they're they're definitely making adjustments. I think the biggest adjustment is to keep the guys in the hotels and not uh, let them venture out um, out of the hotel because that's really where the uh, the issues begin when you start uh, to uh, interact with people who aren't being tested every two days. Um, you know, I I think that uh, you know from what I see in the games, the guys do high five and low fives and all the fives more than I would have expected. Uh, I, it, you know, I'm not a doctor again. I'm not sure that's causing any kind of a, a spread. Um, as I said, in Miami, they thought the guys were too close in the bullpen and the clubhouse and the hotel, and they weren't wearing masks. And uh, that's why it spread. Um, so I'm not sure. Because uh, I think if their high-fiving was a big problem, uh, we would have had many more outbreaks at this point because I see them in on most of the games. The majority of the games I've seen uh, guys getting close to each other. Again, those the guy, the players are tested uh, every other day, um, you know, and then when there's a problem, it's every day. So, um, uh, yeah, I, I don't think they're going to crack down on on-field stuff, but I'm glad they have cracked down on the leaving the hotel situation because, you know, it's human nature. I'm not blaming players, but uh, you can't leave the hotel. I think that's, I think that's the big issue. I want to follow up, John, on the, um, on the uh, testing, the daily testing and the every, every other day testing, and I'll get to that in a second. But the first thing that I'm wondering is because you talk about the hotels and your, your colleague, uh, fellow Radio.com Sports MLB insider Bob Nightingale reported on, on one of our Pittsburgh sister stations that that one or two players in the Marlins might have gone out in Atlanta. What have you heard in terms of how the Marlins outbreak, may, what, have, what may have caused it? Yeah, I mean, I don't have any evidence. Uh, I wasn't there, so I don't know for sure uh, who went out or how many might have gone out. Um, not unreasonable to think that that could be a possibility. The people I've talked to are investigating have not proven that to this point. Um, they think they were not social distancing in the clubhouse and in the hotel and in the bullpen, as I said. So um, they haven't proven it, but uh, you know, as I said, it's human nature. It wouldn't be shocking if uh, some guys went out. Uh, we did hear Bob Nightingale say that on our uh, Big Time Baseball podcast uh, uh, early last week as well. So, um, you know, I I generally trust Bob. I think he does a very good job, and uh, he heard it from somebody. And I think Jerry Hairston also, who will be on our show this week on Big Time Baseball, uh, he heard it as well. So, um, you know, wouldn't it wouldn't shock me if it were true. It just hasn't been proven yet. Um, testing. They're, right now they're doing every other day, except in cases like the Phillies and the Marlins, where the Marlins had an outbreak and the Phillies were around the team that had the outbreak. How likely is it that baseball, universally, the entire sport, regardless if there's an outbreak or not, will go to daily testing? Well, I think that would be great. I just don't know about the testing situation in the United States. I think we've had problems with that from day one. So, um, you know, I don't know if it's, 
available, going to be made available, then be complaints that, uh, you know, professional athletes are treated differently. I mean, um, I'd love to see it. Um, I think it would be great if they're able to do it. I'm just not sure if they're able to it. And um, I, I, it is good that we see it every day now with the Marlins, with the Phillies, with anybody's at contact. Uh, so there is some extra availability, whether they're able to test every player every day or every other, every tier one person, as they say, every day. Uh, I, I'm not sure that's going to happen. And my last one for you, John, is Major League Baseball. How confident are they right now that they'll be able to complete the season and crown a champion in October without any further major interruptions or any other major outbreak? Well, I'm not inside their heads. I know they had a uh, the owners had a uh, conference call on Friday in which they express well expressed their commitment to trying to make this work, and uh, so their effort is there, their hope is there. Um, whether they're confident at this moment, I, I couldn't swear to it. I mean, there isn't any hard and fast rule about uh, how many outbreaks would cancel a season. It's going to be case by case, and judgment's going to be made. Um, I'm not sure how close we are to that, um, but we certainly can't afford to have uh, too many more outbreaks. I agree with you, John, and hopefully everybody stay stay safe. Radio.com Sports MLB Insider John Heyman. Insider calls are brought to you by Pennzoil, motor oils made from natural gas. The proof is in the Pennzoil. John, thank you for the time as always. I really appreciate it. Look forward to the next time we can chat. All right. Thanks, Dave. See you later. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.